Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is Ashley Bienage. Uh, today, we're promoting an upcoming music festival, would you say, for pu- called Pupstock. I have Ryan, Simon, and Josh here. Can everyone say hi? Hi. Hello. Hello. So <laughs> why are you all here? Why did we choose you guys? Why are you guys here? Uh, well, I would probably have to say Pupstock coming up on Saturday here. Uh-huh. <laughs> Are you the planner? Uh, I am, yes. So what, what made you think or decide to start making this thing called Pupstock? What is Pupstock? Uh, Pupstock's an outdoor uh, music festival, a one-day festival, just to clarify. That's come up a few times mm-hmm. over the last little bit. Okay. But uh, it's an outdoor music festival featuring seven local bands, such as uh, Disraeli and Dreamers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Disraeli Dreamers. Really yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> uh, it's on, well, it's on this Saturday, but it, uh, all net proceeds from this event will go to Manitoba Mutts to keep helping puppies, get them off the streets, find them forever homes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're all very passionate about puppies, so. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, who doesn't like puppies? No, no one here, I hope, because then I'd have to ask you to leave. <laughs> uh, I think I, Simon might have some controversy. I, I had a dog. She, you know, we got her when she was about six, but we loved her a bit. Yeah, she's, uh, ah, puppies are cool, too. Puppies uh, are cool, too. <laughs> I mean. If, if they're dogs, they're <laughs> fine. I, yeah. I, I love dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad that story had a happy ending. I yeah, wasn't sure I was when like, you started talking. And I was like, where are we going with this? This is not a good. Okay, anyway, so uh, <laughs> how, why did you decide to do an event like this? I mean, like, everyone was puppies, but... I mean, well, I like puppies, but I'm not, I'm not making a music festival anytime soon that I know of. Maybe you should. To, to, yeah, be, to be completely honest, this uh, like this is the second time I put one of these together. Mm-hmm. Um, to be totally and brutally honest, this actually started out as a as a drunken whim about three and a half years ago. It was okay. outside of a, Honesty. a bar downtown, and I had my guitarist from my band, Little Black Lungs, uh, with me, and was just kind of walking through the exchange and saw this covered parking lot it looked almost like a barn or something that had been converted into a and it just had this really cool gritty dirty like dive punk rock kind of bar mm-hmm. and i thought hey it'd be really cool to to play a show there and then just my and guitar said if you hey if you can make it happen then uh, then i'll play a show there so I, I, I looked into it, and it turns out I was talking to the wrong people for months. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of it, it uh, turned out that that particular location wasn't permits and whatnot. It wasn't allowed. So, um, And two years ago, it turned into uh, Back Lane Brouhaha, which I'm sure about maybe 35 people will remember, mm-hmm. <laughs> including um, the bands, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but just over the course of uh, doing the event and planning everything and talking to the bands and whatnot it just kind of turned into this really cool thing to uh well for the the local music scene to help promote it and try to bring it to the forefront of more of people's minds but uh, it was also a really great kind of creative and fun way to just to give back to the to the city and Mm -hmm. and puppies and puppies yes yeah and it was just it just turned into this really cool thing and it was really positively received from the people who showed up but we didn't really have the budget to ad- advertise it last time around, so mm-hmm. I'm hoping this year that, uh, well, that people will come down and have fun with us. So, yeah, and it's, uh, there's some great bands playing. Uh, can you do you know do you know who's playing? Uh, I, I would <laughs> hope so. Yeah. Um, well, I'll try to list them in order yeah, here. In so order. We'll have uh, Bartley Knives. Mm-hmm. 
uh, opening the show. Okay. And then... Uh, he's actually been on the show before. Um, yeah, he's, uh, he's a good friend of mine, cool actually. Oh, cool. We met him through the local music scene playing. Yeah. But uh, and then we have my band playing next, Little Black Lungs, Little Black Lungs. followed by... Uh, <laughs> Smash Bros. The Smash Brothers. Yeah, they couldn't get the Super Smash Brothers. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually their Facebook page for a while, but those are also uh, very talented friends of mine. That mm-hmm. uh, well, it'd be great to see them play again. They're kind of like a surfy, bluesy, all over the place kind of kind of duo now. Uh, okay, so that was Smash Brothers, and we have uh, Red Seed. Red, Red Seed. Seed. Thank you, Ryan. I think you know more about this event at this point than I do. <laughs> Uh, Red Seed, they're uh, they're kind of like a, a, a classic rock sort of kind of deal. And then uh, now I now I need your help, Red Seed. Uh, Silver Lining. Silver Lining, thank you, Jesse and his crew. Yeah, they're uh, I've been actually listening to them quite a bit on the YouTube and whatnot. And the YouTube. The YouTube. And then we have Disraeli Dreamers, brought to you by uh, Mr. Ryan here and mm-hmm. Simon with the ridiculously radio friendly voice <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and the bloodshots and the bloodshots will be closing out the evening i hope that's all seven bands and i didn't forget anybody it doesn't look, yeah it looks like from my list it's, that's everybody okay right so, right. so ryan how did you been very involved in the planning process for this um the pup stock have you yes no it sounds like you have been yes yeah and how did how did you get involved with this uh, yeah, Josh approached Disturbly Dreamers about being uh, on board this wonderful show, and I thought it was a great idea. And whenever I'm attached to something, I usually... Take deep control. Exactly. <laughs> deep dive in there and get involved. So, yeah. yeah and it was a cause that I believe in, so want to make sure it was as successful as possible. Josh is doing a wonderful job, but I thought I could give him a hand, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, how have you been giving a hand? What have you been doing? Showing up to things. <laughs> <laughs> like this this interview? Exactly. Yeah. Ryan's actually been pretty huge in finding us a lot of uh, uh, just getting on to different shows and uh, promoting the event and uh, just ideas, things I had never thought of. So it's, uh, yeah, he's been rather, become rather important through uh, just things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've been super fortunate that uh, shows like yourself and uh, a few others have agreed to take us on. Uh, we had a couple of cool ones. We were uh, at Shaw TV last week. Uh, Simon and I, Disraeli Dreamers, did Global News this morning, which is airing this Friday. And there's a really cool one coming up also on Friday that Josh will be involved in. Yeah, we'll actually be on uh, Wheeler in the Morning with Rena and... Uh Whoever else I can't remember. God, that's terrible. Mm-hmm. That's uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, we'll be on the air with uh, the Bloodshots to do an acoustic song and kind of talk about the event. And yeah, that kind of worked out because Rena's actually a part of Manitoba Mutts. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so, taking a step before, like uh, back, back in time, if you will. Um, how did you guys get involved into the in the music community and this this program or this uh, festival is a great um, idea. You have a, this history of knowing people in the music community, so you could contact them to get them together for this festival. But how did you get involved? Like, how did you become part of? Was Little Black Lungs, Lungs your first band? Yeah, actually. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I. It was like most things I tend to do. It was just kind of weird and random. I've started uh, 
Oh, just I nodding s- your head. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty Did much. it also start by a drunken idea? Uh, I, I I don't know about that, but there is usually a, a copious amount of alcohol involved in our practicing, <laughs> and sometimes on our shows. Okay. But uh, no, it was just uh, my guitarist and I. We've known each other for well, probably way too long now, and uh, it was just he and I. We were jamming, coming up with some song ideas, and that uh, uh, it's a weird kind of dynamic, but mm-hmm. his, his one of his sisters started dating this fellow named Stefan, who turned out to be a really cool drummer, mm-hmm. and was excited about what we were doing, so we had him down for an audition, and we picked him over the other <laughs> auditioneer, and and then uh, to just to get our first our, our first show booked, we actually couldn't tell Don because he was a uh, or that's he's our guitarist. He uh, he was actually had a quite a case of stage fright, so we just had to book it, and then we didn't tell him until about a week or two before the before the show, and it was too late to back out. Oh, that's and then, that's uh, cruel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to do what you got to do, and then things just kind of went from there. Mm-hmm. And you've been doing regular sh- regular shows, and uh, we've we've kind of had a break for the last few months, mm-hmm. trying to Good. trying to get stuff recorded, but you know that never really happens. So, oh, well. yeah, what It'll can happen. you do? It'll it happen. Still fun. Yeah, that's good. What about Disney Dreamers? I know you you guys were. It's you said as a spinoff of Tin Can Bandits. So is Tin Can Tin Can Bandits on hold right now? Uh, it is on hiatus right now, okay. although there are some Tin Can Bandits shows coming up this summer. Oh, very nice. All right. Yeah, so, so we've been playing Tin Can Bandits for the last couple of years. Our uh, front man needed some time off. He's going to school and becoming a productive member of society. Oh, good. Because you well, weren't before that as musicians. Well, of course not. <laughs> That's like why we're musicians, right? <laughs> so he's off bettering society, so the rest of us what's he, what's he doing in... Uh, he's in education. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then he really is helping out society. All right. Well, we can't talk bad about that. Uh, so no that one can see, but I'm scowling right now. Yeah. Like, how dare he? <laughs> so then, how? So then, why was Disraeli Dreamers born? Yeah. So it's the same members of Tin Can Bandits. We uh, just did a bit of an arrangement change. So our keyboardist Peter became the front man. Mm-hmm. Got a couple of new guys to jump on board, including Mr. Simon King over here. Hi, Simon. We haven't forgotten oh. about you. Oh. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I mean, Simon's really a big part of the creative engine that fuels this band, and it really just took on its own life for us after that. So we put out an EP uh, earlier this year. We're getting the opportunity to tour, play some cool shows like Popstock, and, yeah, new material coming again in the fall. Sweet. All right, let's take a quick break. I want to hear some music from Little Black Lung. I got uh, the song um, Down, which is from your, I guess it's an EP, yep. So Long to the Rat Race. And then I think I also want to listen to um, So Long Ago from your Lucid EP for Disney Dreamers. Does that sound good? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 uh, UMFM. This is Ashley Binyaj. I'm here fr- with Josh from Little Black Lungs and Ryan and Simon from Disraeli Dreamers promoting the Pup Stock Music Festival, a wonderful event on June 24th. Where is it happening, by the way? Oh, it's at, uh, we're just behind 201 Portage at Portage and Maine. All right. And uh, there's going to be some sweet bands, which we already talked about. We might play a little bit of their music later on. Um, but stay tuned. We're going to ask more questions about the actual creation process of this uh, sweet festival. It's going to play. Here we go. Mm-hmm. 
Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. This is still Ashley Vionyash. <laughs> I haven't changed it. <laughs> I'm here with Ryan and Simon from Disraeli Dreamers. Hey, guys. And Josh from Little Black Lungs. Hello. You guys are still here promoting the very exciting Pupstock Music Festival, which is happening this Saturday, yes. yeah, the 24th. Oh, I see, I'm really good at remembering things. Um, right behind, where'd you say it was? Right behind? Right behind 201 Portage. Right I believe that building is called the TD Building now. The TD Building, okay. Um, why did you pick that location? Is that, is that that barn building that you were talking about? No, no? it's not far from there. Um, the barn building was actually the old spaghetti factory parking lot. Okay. Uh, Ma's Garage or something. Um... No, I, uh, I originally had a different location booked, but they backed out on me in March. Aww. Changed their minds. It's That's okay. They're, yeah, they're entitled to do that, right? Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. It's their loss. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, yeah. So I just uh, was desperately, or maybe not desperately, but I was sending out uh, uh, just feelers, emails to different places that looked like they had... Uh, you know, something suitable for what we needed. and So Josh was very calculated about uh, where he chose his location because it's at the very famed intersection in Winnipeg at Portage and Main, mm-hmm. and we knew that would be a great, uh, just a great spot. You say, we're at Portage and Main, everyone knows where that is, mm-hmm. and it'll be cool to play in such an iconic uh, intersection there. Yeah, yeah. And everyone knows Portage and Main. <laughs> I drive by there like every day. Well, I don't drive, but the bus when I yeah. take it. <laughs> bus driver drives you by the yeah, day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, so what is the process of creating a festival? You said that it was like this um, just random idea you had um, while you were under the influence, and it's been going great since then. But what, So you had this idea. What, what's the next step? Um, the next step, and then probably one of the hardest parts, is actually finding a place that'll let you host an event mm-hmm. on their lot. So yeah. Um, 201 Portage, we just, uh, it actually worked out very well because the, the property manager lady that I was dealing with turns out to be, uh, she's part of Hull's Haven's Border Rescue and was very excited and is already talking about next time we hold an event. So oh. Yeah. No, that's pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I kind of so lost my train of thought So there. you just, you have <laughs> the, the location for this festival? Yeah. So, um... So once you have the location for it, then you have to approach uh, the the city of Winnipeg. You need a special events permit, so you have to um, find a certain number of portable washrooms. You have to figure out what you're going to have on site, so a tent, stages, seating, mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of other things. Where you're going to put your admissions table, where you're going to do this, and a bit of a, a safety safety overview uh, a bit of an evacuation plan Jeez, that's a lot like uh, and that's just one permit mm-hmm. and so like, i guess all that stuff that uh, we take for granted as festival goers there's someone like josh behind it planning out all these little bureaucratic details pulling out his hair like because that's a lot of that's a lot of planning did you do all of that yourself uh yeah most of it i did yeah that's insane so you first you get this venue and then you go get permission really and you had to think about all of this stuff and how long did that take you um this time around it took something like four months to pull pretty much everything together mm-hmm. and then uh the liquor permit this time around like you have to go almost through the exactly the same process for to get the liquor permit mm-hmm. um 
they needed to see the the city of Winnipeg Police Service noise permit before they would issue the liquor permit. So they don't issue that until three weeks before the event. So that caused a caused some hair pulling. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's all good now. Finally, <laughs> I would hope a week before yeah. the event. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's just a lot of tedious little details and. Uh, you, you change one thing and then you have to go back to the permits and now you have to change that and luckily the uh, the people I've run into on these government agencies have all been really cool really supportive and really helpful mm-hmm. the first time around how did you know that all of this needed to be done did you talk to somebody or did you <laughs> learn um, yeah actually uh, a fellow named Rob Christensen he's a uh, city of Winnipeg special events liaison mm-hmm he was uh, guiding me through the process because for the first two, three months of trying to organize it, I was talking to the fire department and I was talking to this department and all that. But uh, it turns out that these were all people, not that weren't necessarily the wrong people to talk to. I just had to fill out the uh, this uh, this form th- with him first. Okay. And then he kind of sent it off as part of the process. And mm-hmm. Oh, and then you need this permit and now you need that permit. And then... It seemed like it was never ending at the time. When uh, would you recommend other artists, maybe local artists who want maybe want to start their own festival to to do do this? Like there's, it sounds like it's a lot of work, but would you recommend other people trying to do this for maybe to start their own charity events? It's uh, it's definitely an experience. I would say that yeah, I would recommend it, but you have to be a, almost a very certain kind of person, very determined, uh, very high stress tolerance, mm-hmm. and. Um, really a little bit of luck goes a long way with it too and finding bands and this kind of thing and oh it's uh i I would actually like to see more of this going on in the city over the summertime absolutely yeah there's there are so many great festivals happening um in in winnipeg but like it'd be great to have more right more music oh of course (laughs) well summer is so short here and so wonderful so let's just jam as much stuff as we can into it absolutely yeah maybe you have like a a cool winter festival or something kind of like folk uh festival de voyager but like not French. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> there's, there's probably events. There's so many going on. But um, so you have permission. Let's just move on to this process again. I'm going to start saying <laughs> things and put my foot somewhere. Um, you have permission to do this now. You've got, you've had the uh, location, the venue. You have the permission from the city and all of that. Then what? So you ha- what do you do now? Well, once all that's uh, more or less sorted out, because. If you wait till the, in this case, if you wait till the liquor permit, it's kind of cutting it close. But mm-hmm. after that, you uh, you really have to start advertising and talking about it and uh, doing whatever you can to let people know that this is actually g- going on. Yeah. And then you have to also pray for good weather. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at, at what point are you uh, contacting um, bands and musicians to play for you or play for the events? Honestly, this is um, everything. Kind of feels like it all happens at once. So as you're mm-hmm. going through the 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 city permit, you're contacting say porta potty rental people. You're contacting other vendors, mm-hmm. um, and then once you kind of once you know that this event is for sure going to happen. So once you have uh, a letter of permission from the venue and from the charity that you're working with then you uh, then you can really start approaching bands and trying to find people to play the event and you can start talking about it a little bit and um, but once everything's sort of finalized then you yeah it's just a matter of getting the word out about it mm-hmm and did you have an idea of what kind of bands you wanted playing? Or like, this is going to be this kind of festival I want, like, or was it just um, 
who's going to play? No, the first time around, it was kind of whoever I could get kind of thing. This time around, I was a little more picky. I wanted to try to keep it in the sort of the main genre of of rock okay so um, I, I feel like the winnipeg folk fest that kind of has the sort of the folky indie kind of thing going on mm-hmm. covered there's jazz fest and well fringe fest isn't really music per se it's mostly plays and whatnot but i just i felt like there wasn't a a, a big rock sort of main genre festival in the city and i and that's really the music that i enjoy so i wanted to try to Maybe not bring it back, but I wanted to try to bring it to the forefront as much as I could. That's a good idea. Yeah, and when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, there are some rock bands that play at Jazz Fest or play at Festival or uh, maybe even Folk Fest. I've never been. I don't actually know. <laughs> but um, something that's specifically rock or f- with a, f- a strong focus on rock. Do you think? Do you hope that this will be a regular annual event? Yeah, I do, actually. I'm already... <laughs> kind of trying to stop myself but i am letting myself think about next time uh, just just a little bit and um if this event does well i think is right now it's a biannual event because this does soak up a lot of my own capital mm-hmm. so uh no, but i'm already starting to think about next time and how we can make it bigger how we can make it better how we can get more people down and just part of that process is probably after the event i'll be taking uh well, obviously, band suggestions, and but just if somebody that attended the festival and said, "Hey, you know, I want to, s- I would like to see something like this next year or next time, rather than yeah, I would, uh, I would consider it anyway." Yeah, it's definitely a, a giant learning opportunity. Uh, even as we're going through the process, and I'm helping go through the process, some of it's smooth, some of it isn't. So it's great uh, for us to take some notes. We'll do a post-mortem after the festival's over. That's so a like, terrible choice of words. I know. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Business training, that's my other background. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we'll see what worked, what didn't, and then we'll use all this information that we've gathered, and yeah, hopefully we can put it together into something constructive and go from there. This is, this is actually really interesting because, like, as a musician who thinks that maybe the Winnipeg Music Project could do something fun like this one day. Do you have any advice for maybe other listeners who maybe are like, oh, I want to have my own kind of, maybe not just this big scale like this, but like have some kind of um, outdoor event um, or some kind of charity event. Do you have any advice for them or, or do's or do nots? Um, I, I guess the biggest thing I would say would be to uh, A, make sure you know what permits you need because you uh, an inspector shows up and you will get shut down. Um, did that happen to you last time? No, no actually, luckily, last time, nobody, uh, not nobody, but uh, we I didn't see a liquor inspector. I didn't see a city. I, nobody came down to, to inspect it. We actually had one girl, because uh, last year the event ended at 11. We had one uh, one girl come, come down and complain. I guess she lived further down the street, and it was about 10 after 11, and uh, Mobina Galore was our last band, and they're a bit of a raucous mm-hmm. female punk duo, who I really enjoy. Yeah, they're really good. Um, it turns out she came down and you know, she complained. You know, it's 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 eleven ten or eleven fifteen, and it's really hard to sleep. And it, it was just odd because it actually turned out to be a girl I went to school with from about elementary on. That's so crazy. Was it? Maybe she was holding a grudge. It, well, it could be, but it was weird because <laughs> she. Uh, well, maybe. She. Uh, she was performing in the Fringe Festival. 
Oh, and she was so, all... And she was, she just got back from performing mm-hmm. in a play or all day or something. And it was, it was just weird to my mind that she would, I guess she supported the quiet arts instead of the loud ones. I don't know. Uh, so, so the big, <laughs> the big uh, takeaway... <laughs> Sorry. The big takeaway for me, uh, just watching Josh go through this whole process, uh, and I think it's a positive one, is that uh, anyone can do this. So uh, if Winnipeg Music Project or other people are thinking of doing this, uh, like it's a goal that's obtainable. Like Josh and myself, we don't have any affiliations with anyone like overly important or interesting, but just by going through the process, finding out what you need to do, yeah, anyone could throw their own little festival in a backyard, like whatever sort of venue or property they have. And even just like Josh did, he started it last year, something small, and he's building it this year, and then he's going to build it again. Yeah, just go for it. Yeah, and it's really crazy. You think like you, you is this is just from like an, an idea you had, and you've built it up, and now it's like it's a real thing that's actually going to happen, and people are going to attend this and experience it, and like experiences that you, you keep with you, and that's really exciting. So, what are you, um, what are you doing for social media promotion? Uh, I, well, one of our bands, uh, I believe Silver Segway, Lining. Sorry. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> uh, one of our bands has. Uh, is promoting the event on uh, Facebook. I believe they're paying for some sponsorship. Um, I am myself sharing the event just as many people as I can with really cute puppy pictures. So if you like that kind of thing, actually go check out the the Facebook page, Pupstock Music Festival 2017. Lots of cute puppy pictures and weird things going on. Well, funny dog-related things going on, not necessarily weird. Um, beyond that, we've got a little bit of... Uh, I think Twitter and Instagram promotion going the on. The Twitter and the... The Twitter, yeah. Yeah, I think the main promotion for this is there's paid ads on uh, Power 97, 92 City. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we track some people that way. Yeah. And the TV companies have been fantastic. Global News, uh, Shaw have all been willing to help out with some promotion. Mm-hmm. So we think with all the media we're doing, hopefully uh, a couple hopefully. people will show up. Yeah, I mean, like, and you're on the Winnipeg Music Project, so obviously you're doing something right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you guys brought a guitar here, I saw. Did I say multiple instruments by chance? I, I wasn't paying attention when you guys walked in. I, I believe there's two to Two guitars. Two guitars. Okay, there's two. Good. Okay, I just can't count. Uh, you guys are going to play a song live for us, which is very exciting. This is Disraeli Dreamers, a song that hasn't been released yet. Yes, that no? is correct. Ha- have you played it before? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well. Okay. Well, it's not like the like. Um, but we, we we've never played it acoustically before, no, so there's oh. a live recording of it on YouTube. So okay. So if you like it, you can go listen to it on YouTube as well. So the song is called "What You Get." Um, what's it about? Uh, it's it's basically just about how quickly a community can crumble once you've left it. It's uh, I like. I, I used to play organ at a church. Um, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. No, I, no know, I know a lot of people that do that. So. Yeah. Well, once I left, all this, you know, it, it had just kind of fallen apart. Uh, the music director resigned. And, I mean, this song isn't about that place specifically. It's just what... It made you made think about to. how things can just... Yeah. It was apart. just... That's what, it's what made me come up with it. So, so, you, so you wrote this... Um, Mm-hmm. So Peter, who's the front man of the band, usually correct? Is that we said? Um, yeah. We actually have a co-front man, okay. Peter, and of course Simon. Here. Yeah, well, P- Peter's sung more lead than I have because he's just written more songs for the band than I have. Mm-hmm. But you started 
Um, writing again. Well, <laughs> I don't know what I was going with. That. I mean, I only got like one song that made it onto the EP that isn't this one. Well, um, it's just the first EP. There's gonna yeah. be there's gonna be hundreds, right, or full length albums, right? So don't worry about that. I hope so. Yeah. No, there will. Yeah. Don't, no, not you. There will be. Okay. So <laughs> everyone is listening. This is the Winnipeg Music Project on one 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 point five UMFM. I'm Ashley Bianyage. We're listening. We're gonna take a really really quick break listening to an acoustic version of the Desiree Dreamers' new new song, "What You Get." They lose whatever tip the scale. Everything they've built up can only fail. They could still keep things from going off track. That would mean they'd have to take you back. time you leave them alone they're just gonna burn down the home that shouldn't stop you from going out on your own because that's what you get for saying goodbye it won't revert so don't even try Get things back to where they were It's their own fault that they're deterred It's just the beginning of the end They can't just find their footing all over again Scraps what they couldn't afford All at their own accord The ship sank when they stopped going overboard That's what you get for saying goodbye It won't revert so don't even try get things back to where they were it's their own fault that they're deterred they can grumble you're not why they crumble their own decisions got them where they what you get for saying goodbye It won't revert so don't even try To get things back to where they were 
It's their own fault that they're deterred. It's their own fault that they're deterred. It's their own fault that they're Fantastic. Thank you so much for playing that for us. Everyone, you're listening to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. We're going to take a quick break and listening to Bartley Knives' song, Two Ships.
Welcome back to the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. It's Ashley Vignage. We are almost done uh, for today, but I, we still have time, so let's keep talking. Uh, we've got Josh from uh, Little Black Lungs, and we've got Ryan and Simon from Disraeli Dreamers. Hey, guys. Hey. We, I mean, you haven't gone anywhere. I've been talking to you during the break. We just finished listening to uh, Bartley Knives' uh, Two ships from his EP for the birds and Red Seed. Are you ready? They both are bands that will be playing at the Pupstock Music Festival, which is happening June 24th, the Saturday, um, right behind 201 Portage. It's at that little space between the TD building and Pamina Club. And all of you are like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly where that is." Now you know. You're welcome. It's gonna be super fun. Um, it's gonna be seven bands playing. We've got. Bartley Knives, Red Seed, Smash Bros, Silver Lining, Bloodshots, Disraeli Dreamers, and Little Black Lungs, which is very exciting. Um, how long is this show going to be? When does it start? Uh, we're starting at about 5 p.m., maybe a few minutes earlier, depending on how setup goes. Probably mm-hmm. a few minutes earlier, and then uh, we're going to shut her down around midnight. Okay, so if a band doesn't get in, they're just not going to play? Oh, no, everybody's no. going to get there. You got a uh, good schedule going? 45 minutes set or so. That's awesome. We'll just play twice. Yeah. Just or, do it. Why not? Yeah, You're like, right. oh, and the Disraeli Dreamers are back. And then everyone will be like, woo, I won't even notice because <laughs> all the booths. <laughs> Decently priced, too. Five bucks for beer, right? Yeah. And it's. Uh, Tickets are 15. Tickets are 15. And we're going to have uh, uh, Coors Banquet as our budget beer. And then Belgian Moon as our. Uh, Sort of nicer sipping beer, I guess. Oh, fancy. Wow. I, I've bucks. never heard of a sipping beer before. Yeah. Well, go well, I think it says a lot about you. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably more on me than... <laughs> um, so we had talked about during the bra- uh, one of the breaks earlier that you were going to be allowing actual dogs to come to the to the event. Is that still true? Or are you thinking about that or what? Yeah. You know, enough people have asked me and... I've gotten a little bit of pressure from uh, from some certain people. Mm-hmm. It is for um, Manitoba Mutt's rescue shelter. So, mm-hmm. you would think. so Manitoba Mutt's decided that just for safety and insurance and liability reasons, all those non-fun things, that they're not going to bring any fosters down, unfortunately. Oh, man. Which I, I mean, that would be stressful to hear all that music for those poor puppies. So well, I that's mean. just exactly it. They didn't yeah. know how the, the pups would react. Mm-hmm. So. 
Could but, you have uh, like a sorry to interrupt, but could you have like a wall of like just pictures of puppies that they could re- rescue, or something like? And like, or at each table have a picture of a puppy that could be adopted if they. You know what? That's actually not a bad idea. I had meant to bring that up, but I forgot. So thank you for reminding me. You're welcome. Me. I'm just like I'm thinking because if it's four puppies, why don't I just have pictures of puppies that could be adopted everywhere? Yeah, right? actually, that's not a bad idea. I knew we came on this show for a reason. Yeah, I'm full of good <laughs> ideas. People don't realize I'm so smart. Um, <laughs> oh, but back to the people bringing their dogs. Yes, as long as they're on a, on a leash and uh, under control, that's fine. But uh, obviously, you have to clean up after your dog too. Yeah. I don't want to have to do that at the end of the night. Will you uh, have Will you have like cleanup stations, like a pooper stick thing, like a, with bags on it or something for them? I'm gonna let you plan the next one now. Yeah. Right. Why are we not? Like, <laughs> this is great. Now we can talk about this, and the next one we'll do it together. And yeah. Yeah. I'll be the ideal person. You'll just do all the paperwork because apparently you're really good at that. That sounds fair. Yeah. Oh, sweet. This is so exciting. <laughs> Everyone listening, you just listen to history being made. Um, but just a little caveat to that: if you do bring your dog down. Um, if the if your dog does get uh, overly excited or becomes stressed or aggressive or just something, we're gonna reserve the right to actually ask you to take your dog home. You're allowed to come back, but we don't need a a, a scared or anxious or Crazy something canine, dog yeah. terrorizing or causing problems, and mm-hmm. we'd like to avoid that. Yeah, we're here to help puppies and have a positive uh, dog environment. <laughs> Nothing stressful. I mean, the, ro- the music might like freak them out, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's that's exactly it. So I don't, I don't mind if we don't mind. Uh, we actually look forward to having some 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 puppers down. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But if uh, if they do get uh, a little out of hand or a little excited or stressed or something, uh, don't be surprised if we ask you to. Uh, Put the dog in the car, or I no, that's a bad put him thing. Down no, like, Whoa, no, don't what are put we your doing? dogs down. I was wondering if he was going to say that too. <laughs> I've been crossing my fingers it's in like the corner. What's, oh my god, what's happening? Okay, anyway, that took a sideways. <laughs> <break>. <laughs> so um, no, but we, yeah, just be prepared that uh, you might have to take your your doggy yeah, home. So if you know your dog, then and they know that they can't handle the pressure of rock music and fun. Maybe leave them at home, but still come. It's going to be cheap booze, fun nights. Loud music, easy to find. It's bus accessible, right? It's straight on Portage in Maine. Very. Um, where can people purchase these tickets in advance, possibly? Or do they have to get them at the, the door? No, the easiest place will be at Music Traders in Osborne. Uh, if you know any of the bands, we're selling them all individually. Or, yeah, just come to the door, and we got tickets there, too. Mm-hmm. If you're really nice to me, too, you can arrange with me through our uh, Facebook page, and I might come drop them off if you're really, really nice. What what makes someone really really nice? Oh, you really you gotta call me on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because <laughs> well, I'm curious. Like, how nice do I have to be? Well, please and thank you. Really, that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you hear that? That's a pretty low bar. I know. Well, <laughs> really? and, not, and not be ridiculous. Not, not oh, I live uh, um, in Selkirk or St Andrews or Grand Point. Or, you know, if you live so kind of far away. So you live close away. to Josh's house, and you say, please, he might bring you tickets. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan. Yes. If exactly. not, just uh, go to Music Trader um, or, or Music Trader or... W- uh, one of the bands or one of the just bands, grab them right. the door. Yeah. So, and I will have links on the uh, page or the podcast page after this so you can find all of that, as well as links to all of the social media pages for all the bands who will be playing at this event. Um Thanks so much for coming on the show, guys. This has been so much fun. Well, thanks, thanks for having, having us. us. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Would you like to sneak anything in before we call, call it a day? Uh, 
dead silence. Dead silence. Pretty much. So like uh, maybe not. Other than just come down and tell your friends. It's kind of cheesy, but it's true. Tell your friends. Yeah. No. Everybody likes puppies. Every, it's a yeah. great cause. Uh, yeah. So just come down, make a donation. Uh, it's all for the puppies. Yeah. If you're iffy on the, on the show or are coming to the festival, just think like you're helping puppies. Um, oh, you okay? Yeah, no, okay. I'm just dying a little. That's okay. Uh, I'm training to stand up for state if you need help. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is here to promote puppies. Thanks so much for coming on to the show, guys. Um, everyone who's listening, come down and to come and see Pupstock, the music festival, at uh, right behind 201 Portage between TD Building and the Palina Club. That's how, that's how I have to say it now because I'm not. I'm going to forget. Fifteen dollar tickets. Um, it's gonna be a fun show. I if not, you just like stand next to it, and I'm just kidding. Go go to the event and actually pay for it. Um, yeah, well, this is that's it. Oh, sorry, go I ahead. should also mention that we're gonna have Mikey's food truck. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so some food. burgers and fries and poutine, and I'm not quite sure what else they have on their menu. I can't remember, but you had me at it poutine. It sounds really good. Poutine's my favorite thing. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. This has been the Winnipeg Music Project on 101.5 UMFM. You're now going to be listening to Coalescence. Yep, that's how it is. <laughs> Have a good <laughs> <laughs> Okay, See you guys next week.